0: The madness. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic.
1: I'm Carl. I'm an alcoholic.
0: And this This
1: is is
0: Sober (laughs) Pod. (laughs) Sober Pod is a podcast dedicated to the idea that one addict or alcoholic helping another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us this season as we read from our book, 366 fucking days sober. And as always stay active, stay sober.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just cut right to it. Yo, I love the fact that we, uh, um, we cut right to the 366 fucking days sober. Like now that that's all, that's all that we do. Um, Chelsea, what are we doing here? Oh, first I have, I have two, two things to, uh, to do. Um, I really want to thank friends in recovery. They've been like talking about us a lot, almost on every episode. They're like, you know, we want to thank you know Carl and Chelsea over at Silverpod. Okay, oh, not talking lot. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, and and they actually they've been they've been uh, pretty cool. They do call us the left because we're on the left coast, right? And they call themselves the right, um, you know, because they're what? on the <laughs> east coast. Like we're at, you know west coast and they're. They're yeah, more East yeah. Coast, so they call us the left, which I don't really like. But hey, whatever. Um, so they, um, so they've been talking. A lot. So I do want to say, in a in a in a nice way, go visit Friends in Recovery, uh, the podcast. Uh, at, actually, you can find the Friends in Recovery Community and you can you know go listen to their podcast. Uh, actually, go listen back. Last year they did the uh, entire twelve steps every month. So just like, uh, you know, we did at one point. Um, so, yeah, do that. And then the other thing is is Ant, Ant from Australia, who's been editing the book 366 fucking days sober, is um, is doing a great job, man. He's, he's fucking, you know, he's fine and stuff. He's actually questioning me on things. He's actually saying, <laughs> dude, like, this one falls flat. And I was like, I was like, Ant, you asshole, you know? Uh, But yeah, no, he, uh, (laughs) um, so he's, he's been helping out a a, great deal. And it looks like it's, um, it's, you know, it's actually going to be, it's actually going to come to life, which I really enjoy. I really enjoy the thought of that. So thank um, you,
0: Ant, for taking the time and and being of service to help us out.
1: Stepping up. Um, And then uh, what are we doing here right now? We are reading obviously through the book that we are doing <laughs> that we were just uh, talking about <laughs> that we were just talking about. And so what we do is we read that day, whatever it is. And so the, the book is a 366 uh, daily meditations. And it's an idea that I had like, I don't know, a long time ago when I was coming up with ideas for the podcast. And, uh, um, and so I, you know, it's funny that, um, you know, uh, I started to do it back in December uh, you know, when my sponsor was going into the hospital, and the reason why is because I thought it would be, you know, I thought it'd be great to kind of honor him a little bit and like put some of him in here as much as possible while I was thinking about him. So I did a, a lot of, you know, ideas down and just jotted notes about things that he would say or, you know, just sayings that he would say in meetings and stuff like that. So a lot of that stuff is in here, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, um, so really, I just thought it it helped me so much you know, over the years. I just thought it would help other people as well. And so that's why this exists now. Um, So what we do is we, we, uh, we choose whatever day it is. Today is March 12th. It's on a Sunday. We just happen to do these on Sundays. And, uh, and then, um, and then, so we read that and then we discuss a little bit about whatever comes up after that. It's kind of like a little meeting with our, with our own book, with our own topic book in, in a sense. So, um, and by the way, if you are listening to this and the book is now out, it's not right now on March 12th, 2023, <laughs> um, but you could do the same thing. You could actually have a meeting with this book. It would be kind of a weird meeting sometimes, but you could seriously <laughs> do the exact same thing that we're doing, uh, which would be kind of funny actually. Okay. Uh, because you know, you get to cuss in meetings and all good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so Chelsea, in- anything else you want to add? Any flavor you want to put on there?
0: Mm, no, I don't think so.
1: Oh, good. So, so we're just going to get right into it.
0: We're going to just jump right in.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Just so you know, I don't even know where this reading really comes from in my own mind. Like, I know I wrote it.
0: <laughs> it might have been a three a.m. Like, I can't <laughs> sleep. I'm half delirious. Yeah. Type type deal. Okay. It just
1: it just came out. So uh, okay. So, do you want to read it? Or do you want me to read it? I can read
0: it. Okay. All right. So March 12th. We know you're depressed. Your car won't start. The fucking manager is busting your balls on the daily. The courts still want their payments and your attorney was a no-show. What the fuck? It all seems so (laughs) overwhelming. And when you share with your best friend that you are thinking of selling everything and heading west... West Coast is the best coast. Uh, all the, all they can do is bitch about the traffic. You want the fuck out of the madness of life, but do you really? And where is out anyway? No matter where you go, there you are. You will always be there. So maybe it's not the car, job, attorney, or traffic. Perhaps the thing that needs to be worked on is you. Then reflections... What can you do today to better prepare yourself for the life ahead? What steps do you need to take? Daily challenge. Do someone else's chores today. Make the day just a little bit easier for someone somehow.
1: The end.
0: The end. I added the... a little flair in there. so.
1: Yeah, I did. I noticed that you filled in a lot of the words that I missed. <laughs> so so ant hasn't gotten to edit this point yet i think he's only in like maybe february or something like that so uh so but yeah of, i'm making him work <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the idea okay so um so what comes up for me is funny because i didn't even really i don't really remember even writing it to be honest i'm like i know that um you know part of what comes up is like uh you know no matter where you go there you are mm-hmm. um you know and i think for me in my early years um I thought that, you know, geographic cures would help for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I thought changing a job would help. I thought, um, you know, uh, a, a lot of what my problems in early recovery and don't forget, like when I was drinking, it was, you know, I played the victim and I played the blame game. And, you know, it was always them. It was always somebody else other than me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's. um You know, if I was having real issues about something, it was always so easy to focus on somebody else and what they were doing and their problems rather than focusing on myself. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's where I think that the final statement is, you know, perhaps the thing that needs to be worked on is you. Um, You know, because I always thought if if I could fix all these outside things, that somehow I would get better. And it just, it was just never the case, you know, so... Um, you know, whether it was my, my relationships, my job, you know, my, uh, family, my, you know, whatever it was. Um, can you relate to any of that?
0: Yeah, because I feel like, uh, especially in early recovery and even today, uh, my, my way of coping with uncomfortable things is to focus on everyone else or, you know, uh, Anything to shift the blame from myself and my actions, my thoughts, my um, perceptions onto someone else that has usually nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. um, is a great distractor for me. And it gives me an outlet for frustration and anger. Um, Is it healthy? Absolutely not. But it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, it's just... Um, one of those unhealthy mechanisms that sometimes we can revert back to if we're not um, being kept in check by someone else or by ourselves. so yeah. um, and it's it's also just, you know, like you said, it's a lot easier to focus on those things than to look inward at mm-hmm. at what's going on, really.
1: Yeah, I think you know one of the things that being in program, and actually in the program, right? You know, not mm-hmm. just, not just pretending and not, um, you I know, mean, not you, being have the... yeah. you
0: have to do work. Yeah. Really do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was, you know, uh, you know, at the end of every day, right. You know, um, or even in the morning, right. There's two times that you can really do this and do it well, which is like to take stock and to do your know, spot inventories and check inventories and, you know, these types of things. And, um, and not only that is, uh, you know, when, uh, and that's on a daily basis. And the reason why we do that kind of stuff on a daily basis is because when something big does come up, you know, then you know you you don't have all that little shit in the way to start, you know, to have to deal with that. So, so for instance, you know, like you know, paying off your attorney, or you know, like this kind of stuff. Like if you're making your payments, you know, it doesn't it doesn't become a shock to you that like you know, holy shit, like you know, you know, a bill is due, right? You know, it's like, you know, you, you budget that stuff. And, uh, um, you know, you, again, if, you're, if your car doesn't start, maybe, by the way, maybe, you know, it's not just the car, but maybe how you treat the car. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, so there's a lot of things that, you know, are you know up to you in these kind of scenarios. And, um, you know, why is the manager busting your balls? Are you doing your job or not? You know, it's like these are the kinds of things to say, you know, um, you know, there is a lot on your responsibility, right? There is, um, we talk always talk about these things that are, you know, oh, you know, God grant me serenity, you know, accept the things I cannot change, you know, blah, blah, blah. but we rarely talk about the courage to change the things we can't. And that's kind of what this Hell, is yeah. about. It's like, yeah. uh, um, so are you really saying to yourself like, oh, you know, are you owning your shit? Basically, are you taking down your inventory? And then are you being actionable about those things? Uh, again, always, you know, stay active, stay sober. Right. Um, so I, I guess that's the thing for me. It's like when it get to the question of, of a reflection, you know, uh, you, what can you do today to better prepare yourself for your life ahead? So what steps do you need to take? It's like, um, you know, if you're not taking stock of your life, if you're not really, and your life in recovery, especially if you're not like writing shit down and being thorough about it, um, you know, especially if you've already done the step work, you know, you kind of already, you know, again, digested a big chunk about yourself. You've kind of like, you've, you've swept away a lot of the the bigger issues that you've had maybe. And now you're kind of moving on to today's life. It's like, you know, if you're not evaluating that on a daily basis and going, oh shit, you know, I'm like, I got a talking to by my manager. Oh no. Like I should really like um adjust my 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 behavior here or i should adjust the level of work that i'm doing or whatever it is um you know and you don't do those things if you don't write that stuff down and take action on that stuff you will end up with the same problems you know you will end up continuing to get that same talk or worse fired or worse you know not worse but the same demoted you know those types of things um you know moved aside you know and Mm -hmm. uh and then that again hits your self-esteem and all these other things and then and then where are you headed you know poor me poor me pour me another drink mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so i think um you know how i started this writing off is you know we know you're depressed right it's like well there's reasons for that shit sometimes you know and it's not just because of them or because of her and because of the way that they treat you quote unquote you know Wah. <laughs> it can be because you're fucking up because you need to do something different so i mean i word to the wise and a word to the to the newcomer this shit's painful right and it sucks um but if you don't um what is the saying uh what's the best time to um uh, plant a tree do you know the, the yeah that? isn't
0: it like uh 10 years ago or and then when's the next best time is right now
1: right now yeah yeah Yeah, exactly so it's either you know 10 20 years ago so i can you know bask in the shade or right now so that like one like my future i will have that prepared and then also like the people that come after me will be prepared right Mm -hmm. it's like um you know i find a real big challenge for me has been not saving for uh uh, retirement not ensuring that my children are going to have you know money after we're gone that kind of stuff um you know, not trying to, you know, do more uh, you know, because because I could have, right? But, you know, I was drinking and being foolish and stupid and da 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 but, but there's no reason to say just because I don't have those things or I know that those things won't be there, then I can't at least try something. You know what I right. mean? So, <clears throat> yeah,
0: you're not completely helpless and you're not yeah. like 92 years old, so yeah.
1: you got <laughs> some time. Got some time. <laughs> and if I give them only maybe half of what they could have gotten – Half is still better than none, right? Yep. You know, so, and that's kind of the idea behind that. It's like, because no matter where you go, there you are. And if you don't start now, then, I mean, then you're just fucking ignorant. <laughs> because yeah. now you know. If you've been listening to this podcast, <laughs> now you know. And you can't, you know, you can't plead ignorance, right? So, um, so Chelsea, do you have anything like that in your, like, recovery maybe that you have, like, you know, um, I don't know maybe, or like from your drinking days to now like maybe there's stuff that like you know that you had to do but maybe you started later you know like my savings for instance
0: yeah i'm trying to think of a good example but like honestly it's just the small things like i was the type of person where i would i felt like the way to do laundry was step 1 wear all of the clothes that you have available and mm. then pile them in a mountain of dirty clothes and then step step two, spend an entire weekend doing all the laundry.
1: While <laughs> drinking though. Of course. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be drunk and folding laundry. It's you'll wonder how you did it. Because it looks like shit. But anyway. You know, when I got sober, I would I would look at this mountain of laundry and I would just be so overwhelmed. Like, this is gonna take up my whole weekend. Like I cannot do anything else because I have one, I have nothing to wear but also I need it's going to take me hours to, to get through all of this. And eventually I learned, Oh, this is why people do it every week. So it doesn't build up to this mound of mountain of laundry. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was just a small change that I made and it's made my life way easier because (laughs) I have clothes. I don't have to worry about that. Um, I have a manageable amount of things to do on the weekend and not like something that's going to occupy all my time. So it really was just, you know, instead of like, poor me, I have to spend all weekend doing this because, uh, yesterday me was an asshole and didn't care about (laughs) today me um, Now, now I'm actively like. Uh, Fuck you, yesterday, me. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday I was like, "That's tomorrow me's problem." But
1: it's <laughs> a good way to look at it, actually.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, and so I I made a conscious decision to make that one small change, and it's improved my life immensely. You would not believe that, like the smallest little thing, laundry like you know how much that changes things but also that was something I learned like as a kid like that that was just kind of how my family was like you let things build up until there's a breaking point and then you address it instead Mm -hmm. of like being proactive instead of reactive so I mean that's a very kind of silly um example, but I think that's really applicable to many things in my life is not letting things build up like that. Not, um, waiting for my gas to be like beyond empty and have to worry, oh shit, I'm late for work. I don't have time to get gas. Let me just pray to God that I don't run out of gas. So I'm on time, you know, just like, Mm -hmm. um, and then if I did run out of gas, like, who is that on? That's on me. Like, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, like, I'm having a bad day because things aren't going my way. It's like, no, you're having a bad day because you're an idiot and you like to be risky with <laughs> with things like, you know, driving on an empty tank or, um, you know, just stupid shit like that. Things will add up the less you attend to them. Like, the more you avoid it, like it's all going to come crashing down at what feels like the same time. Like Mm -hmm. when it rains, it pours. That's how your entire life is going to feel until you start making, you know, real changes, whether they are small, whether they are big, you know, it's, it's incredible how much my life has changed since getting sober, because then I could really focus on all of these small little details that would bog me down. And now like, I don't live in the chaos anymore you know i things don't always go according to plan but uh, i i'm a lot more uh less panicky i guess mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but no it, it,
1: it does and that's like what you know we talk about this you know this idea behind serenity right like it's like mm-hmm. yeah, where does a lot of this serenity quote unquote come from right and it becomes because, you know, we're being, um, you know, responsible with our lives, you know, and we're doing the right things with, mm-hmm. you know, our days and our time. Um, you know, I we go back to, uh, you know, when we were drinking and using just as a comparison all the time, because, you know, it's funny. I wrote this the other day in the book. I was talking about um, um Having alcoholism must be it, there. Must be some trauma behind it. There must be a lot of trauma just from a personal standpoint. Because why do we sit here and talk about it so much? You know why do we go to these meetings and do all this other shit? You know because there must be some. It must be pretty traumatic if you really think about it. Yeah. So um, so I, being who we were, to, not to go off track, but to being who we were, it's like uh, it was so much easier to neglect all those things, to be lazy, quote unquote, sloth, um, to um. To just kind of, you know, put the blame on other people, you know, not take responsibility for those things. I mean, to basically just be like the, you know, garden variety alcoholic is just like that's, that's who we are. And then we become so accustomed to that, that attitude and that personality or those character defects that we literally, um, as we get sober, it becomes almost like, why is this unacceptable now? Right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, um, and we... Because we're aware of it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, so. You know, it's like, and then, um, and it becomes harder to deal with because we're not, you know, we're having to live sober, first of all, you know, without the, the fog of alcoholism and active alcoholism. And, you know, we're having to own our own shit. And that's like, so when we talk about this stuff, it's like, this is the path in o- order to, to own our own shit, to like, to do the basic stuff. You know, I heard somebody say in a meeting the other day. Um, an old timer and he was like you know um you know we we make our bed in the morning you know why we make our bed in the morning it's because somebody important is going to be sleeping there tonight right and it was just like oh i was like shit that comes down to like a lot of you know self-respect yeah and it's like the shit we did not have we're being alcoholics you know and um and i just didn't you know um, you know, I also like the fact that it's like I had another friend uh, talk about, you know, we do the little things because that helps us, you know, uh, for when we have to do the hard things, right, in you know, order to do the big things, yep. um, you know, so how can we, you know, how are we going to expect ourselves to do the big things if we can't do the little things like make our bed? wash our clothes, prepare our meals, you know, stuff like that.
0: Well, and I think this also goes back to, like, why do we we go to meetings so often? Why do we stay in touch with people in recovery? Like, even Mm. if it's just a, hey, how's it going, Um, you know, or checking in. And not
1: give lip service to the idea of recovery. Like, to actually be in recovery, not just say you are, right? Yeah, exactly. So
0: if... It, the reason we do that is because it makes it so much easier to maintain your sobriety if you're doing the little check-ins, the meetings, the small things every day and not letting things spiral to the mm-hmm. point where you are driving to the liquor store, standing in the checkout line, like ready to drink. Um, yeah. yeah. Because if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, chances are that you're going to revert back to those old behaviors. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. me, like the silly uh, example of the laundry would be like me reverting back to not giving a shit. And, you know, like I was drinking again and, and um, I notice myself, like if I haven't like, say I miss an episode, like I couldn't be on the show Um, And I don't go to a meeting and I don't check in with any people, then I Mm -hmm. feel myself kind of like isolating and more depressed and, and just, you know, not doing the things I need to do because I'm kind of out of, out of that routine. It's easy to slip back. And so I think, um, I think that's why the little things like going to a meeting, checking in with people is so important because it Mm -hmm. just... Keeps it at a manageable level, you know, instead of just instead of like, you know, waiting for shit to shit to hit the fan where you can't take it anymore.
1: Life life is in session. It happens. It happens Mm -hmm. all the time and it changes all the time. I'll give you a really good example. Um, Just more recently. You started a new job, too, right? Sure did. You know, I did, too. Congratulations, Josie. Congrats, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, um, but, you know, I found myself um, in old behaviors of, like, wanting to hurry, wanting people please, wanted to, like, you know, do all the things that, you know, and I started to make mistakes, right? And I start making mistakes, and then, of course, I'm like, oh, no, right? So, again, go m- move right down the list, right? And uh, yeah, perfectionism comes creeping in, and, oh, like, you know, I just... And, um, and I start getting into that mode and my, you know, and that little voice goes in the back of my head, it starts saying shit that, and it's, you know, it's unconscious shit. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, by the end of the day, I'm like hating this chick and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like yeah, I made the mistake, but now I hate her. How's this happening? You know? And so I literally, um, I have to pick up the phone and I call somebody and I, you know, they didn't answer. But I just like, you know, I called and I just said, hey, you know, I'm checking in and, you know, because because uh, I need to check in right now. And because I, I I you know, it was made aware of my by my own thoughts, which is really weird. Um, you know, I had that consciousness, I guess, to say, wow, I'm really I'm doing that unconsciously right now. And then, um, because I was like, where's that feeling coming from, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then I had to like, so then this person called me back maybe like two hours later, basically, you know, so my my day was ended, but I got to talk about it, right? To say like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I called you because, so I didn't forget about it. You know what I mean? Like I could have easily not called that person, let that thought go away and go, oh yeah, I was doing that. But no, instead I actually got to voice it out with somebody. Oh, by the way, I get to voice it out with somebody whose name is Rick and he's been on the show And he is uh, just as a shout out. He's got three years sober today. Actually, woohoo!
0: Today, March,
1: March twelfth. Look at that, motherfucking twelfth, motherfucking (laughs) twelfth, (laughs) y'all. So, um, so congratulations, Rick. Uh, So, um, so Rick, basically, you know, we got to talking, and it was great. You know, totally like took me out of my own head. We got to talk about, we got to commiserate about the alcoholic brain, you know, fucking brain, and uh, and it was great, right? But That's the thing is by if you're not doing that shit that you're talking about, you know, it's like, you know, it could easily just like kind of get swept under the rug and then fester, manifest. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know, I'm driving to, you know, Vermont and killing some girl that I work with. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, that escalated quickly, but but I mean, that's that that's very possible. You know, there's no telling it it could happen. (laughs)
1: <laughs> God, I hope my new job hasn't found this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's oh, all in good fun. Joke, I promise. It's just a joke. Yeah, take that back. It's just a joke. I wouldn't kill anybody. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, what other ways would you? um could you better prepare yourself for your for your life ahead today? Talk about your job, for instance, or talk about like, um, you know, your mindset or, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things. What is it that, like, for instance, you know, I know that um, there's a reason why you weren't on the show last week, right? Because you were yeah. fucking exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. And that was literally like taking care of yourself. And it's mm-hmm. like, you go, oh, like that's stuff that we, you know, shit has to happen that, you know, you can't just go push yourself and say- screwed, I'm getting on this show, you know, it's like, you you had, you know, you got to find where, you know, where does the damn break, you know, Mm -hmm. or where do you, you know, let the water out first? You know what I mean? Yeah. So talk about that. Like, what made you decide, you know what, I got to take a break or, you know, take care of yourself. What made you take care of yourself, Chelsea?
0: (laughs) Hmm. I mean, I guess I have more of an understanding now now that I've got some, a decent amount of time sober that you know, if I don't get enough sleep, things just fall apart. Like my mental health goes down the drain. Like I just, I I get depressed, like, and then I, things just get worse and worse. And it's like, if I, if I don't slow down right now and sleep, you know, because I'm exhausted, if I don't listen to my body, then a week from now, I'm not going to want to do the podcast because i'm depressed or because mm-hmm. you know i don't want to do anything um so i'm kind of like taking a pause and evaluating like am i going to help myself out right now so that i can be productive and helpful and show up next week or am i just going to power through and then like deal with the consequences later <laughs> you know <laughs> and exactly. and yes. the f- The former me would probably just power through and be like, ah, fuck it. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, let's just get Mm -hmm. it done. Like, go, go, go. uh, Drink some more Red Bull. But now I understand that that's not really being smart about it. That's being impulsive and irresponsible because today me (laughs) will be uh, the the bully, the the bad person to tomorrow me, you -hmm. know. I don't want to be like, that's tomorrow me's problem. <laughs> I can't live like that anymore.
1: Yeah. 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 That's uh, that self-abuse or that, that, you know, uh, self-neglect. Um, mm-hmm. you know, these are the types of things that I don't like to do anymore either. Right. You know, it's like, I don't like to, uh, abandon myself, which is what, you know, we deal with in ACA because a lot of my childhood, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, had a lot of that element to it. Right. So it's part of the alcoholism, it's part of the drugs, it's part of the neglect of taking care of myself, you know, whether it be not eating, not showering, not, you know, whatever, right? These are the things, attitudes, behaviors I fall into. It's kind of the same stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, but are, you know, am I perfect at it? <laughs> oh, goddamn, no. no. Like there's days that like, um, like even uh, you know, in this new job, like I want to, uh, I'm doing way more hours than like I should, I'm doing like, yeah. You know, I catch myself doing, you know, twelve and sixteen hours. I'm like, what am I doing? You know. Yeah. And it's like, I and I should stop, but again, I'm I just I I I'm kind of panicking a little bit, right? So, um, so there's that kind of stuff in there, but at least now I'm acknowledging it and actually I'm speaking up to you know my boss manager and I'm saying, look, like, I I know I'm going too fast. I know I'm like you know, making some mistakes here. So I need to slow down. I'm just telling you right now, I mm-hmm. recognize the problem, but this is what I know that I need to do. So FYI, that's what I'm going to do. And it's like, I just need to say that stuff, you know, out loud and get it out and make sure that like, um, you know, that I'm doing the right thing by that, you know, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if, if they want to fire me because, you know, I don't want to make mistakes, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's it's gonna be that's on, them, on them, right? them yeah yeah right you know so i just need to continue to do that so um anything else you want to um, oh by the way a daily challenge chelsea is mm-hmm. is do someone else's chores today right uh make the day just a little bit easier for someone somehow so um so uh i i did all my all the floors i also did uh the toilets and wow. after i'm done with the podcast i'm going to Probably find some more shit to do. I did the trashes as well. Nice. Um, uh, so Carl, the cleaner. I, I am taking <laughs> some of my own advice here. That's awesome. Uh, so, Chelsea, what are you going to do? Whose chore are you going to do?
0: <laughs> well, I got to do my own chores first. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, my way of being of service is I, I always... Do the laundry, you know, from start to finish, I do the laundry and that's
1: somebody else's chore, right? Yeah. So it makes
0: it, it makes it so that like, you know, my husband doesn't have to do it and he's got, you know, clean clothes for work. And, you know, I know that he appreciates it because he'll tell me like, oh, you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to wash my shirts because let me tell you this. Okay. I'm the type of person that will mix clothes and we'll just chuck them all in the dryer and not give a fuck. My husband sorts them out by color and then he hang dries all of his clothes. And me being the amazing wife that I am, I hang dry his clothes for him, which is but a you lot. You don't care to do
1: your own. Yeah. I,
0: oh, fuck that. It's know, all <laughs> going in the dryer. If it shrinks, fuck it. That's my own fault.
1: So, can I, can I. Can I confess a little bit? Can I let yes. people in on the on the? So, Are you
0: a hang dryer, Carl?
1: No, let me tell you what I am as a bachelor <laughs> though. As a bachelor, this is what I did. Um, so uh, I a little bit little bit obsessive, right? But I had a uniform. I would wear uh, a white T shirt, white button shirt, jeans, and that's basically that was my wardrobe. Basically, uh, I didn't even have underwear because I didn't really care to have underwear.
0: <laughs> Oh, going <laughs> so, commando, yeah, It was
1: c- commando all the way. But here's what I would do. So this is, it, but it, because it made laundry so goddamn easy, and here's the thing, it was the exact same clothes. So I would literally wear the exact, I would go buy five pairs of the same pants, five pairs of the same, five you know, white shirts all from like Sears or whatever. I didn't care. and uh, And that's what I wore. And I just did not give a rat's butt about that stuff. And so when I would go to do laundry, I just literally like put all the whites in, socks, you know, mm-hmm. t-shirt, and then dress shirt, and, and they were like the the iron free kind of shirts too, and then uh and then I just do my my jeans, and that's it, man. That's that's laundry right there, two loads, bam, done. Right, so I just I would you know spend a Sunday just basically in a in some jammies, and that was it. You that know? is
0: so logical of you, Carl. Yeah,
1: so I just logical. thought that, that was so that's efficient. You know? Yeah,
0: that's but you know that's that's my small way of being of service i'm sure there's more that i can do and i try to do some when i can um but i just i kind of want to circle back to the reflection just because Uh i was thinking about this it's nothing bad carl (laughs) it's not bad is there a typo Um, no no (laughs) no um i mean maybe i wasn't paying that much attention but so with my new job i don't like change Fuck, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people like change. Or there's some weird breed out there that just fucking thrives with change. It ain't me. Yeah, who does? Yes. Yeah. So, I'm in this new profession. I'm in at a new facility. I've got so many things to remember, protocols to follow. Not mm-hmm. to mention like people's lives that I'm responsible for. That's kind of a their big health. deal. <laughs> yeah. Their health, their well-being.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, and so instead of sitting there feeling anxious and stressing and uh, just being like super sensitive because um, I've already cried one day at work over something very small. Um, But I decided, you know, rather than be the victim and just let things pile up, I'm going to be proactive, right? Instead of reactive. So what I did is I went through and printed out like, the policies that I could not remember. And I taped it into this little notebook. So I was like, okay, going forward, I'm not going to have to ask the same question 10 times to 10 different people because I'm going to have it right here. And it's amazing what that small little um, Mm -hmm. bit of preparation did for me you know I'm so much more efficient I'm not asking people I actually know what I need to do and I know where to look if I forget um, and so that's that's such a minor thing but it has just changed my entire mm. perspective and um, emotional state at work just by doing mm. that one small thing and then also like, There was an interaction after my night shift with a nurse who I look up to and I said something and she ignored me. And then yesterday I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell her. I'm going to tell her that like I am worried she's mad at me. Mm. And she was like, thank you so much for telling me that because I would have never known because it it was completely my perception. You know, It, it was me just thinking, oh, she's mad at me. Mm -hmm. Um, and like going through that, I could just like let it go and constantly for the rest of my life, wonder if she was mad that I said, I, all I said was like, you're too chipper this morning, (laughs) you know? And I just worked Mm -hmm. a night shift, um, and she didn't respond. And, and, you know, I, I think instead of letting it just fester, addressing her and saying what I needed to say and letting it be done. That's all it took. And now I'm way less anxious about that situation. So making little adjustments like that every day is really bettering me and preparing me for the next shift ahead. And I'm not dreading going to work, which I think is huge. It's huge.
1: You're literally answering the question, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which is, I mean, the reflection, you know, I mean, that's exactly like that. Uh, it's funny, like, you know, when you're saying that, I'm thinking, oh, I do the same thing. I have the like, uh, Microsoft Notes. Uh, you know, I started using that where it's like I collect everything in there for, like, my job, basically. Like, so, you know, where's the, you know, where's the, because there's just a lot of stuff these days. Like, you know, where's the, the links for this? Where's the passwords for that? Where's the, you know, whatever, whatever, right? And, um, you know, whatever all these other guidelines that you need to follow, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and so I don't, you know, I don't need to ask anybody. It's all in my notes. Like, and I, and I was not that person before I, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so now it's like, I totally like, I have a, I have a searchable resource that literally has everything I need. Command F. (laughs) Yeah. Bam. Right. You know, so it is really, um, you know, when you start taking those little things like that and you just say, Oh, you know what? And you take that, that, whatever it is, extra 10 seconds to Mm -hmm. put it in that notebook or whatever, or put it in your phone. It's like, that is just worth its weight in gold because it's like, then it saves you hours down the road. It saves, Mm -hmm. you know, or having to ask somebody and wait for them to reply and, you Mm -hmm. know, and then looking, you know, stupid, stupid, to boot. Like I told you this three times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I
0: mean, it makes me feel more secure and you know, I'm Mm -hmm. a planner person now. Like I have a planner. I write down all my shifts, all my appointments. And I'm like, who am I? Like (laughs) this person, like eight years ago, like before I was sober would just be like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. I picked up the shift. Now Mm -hmm. I'm late. Tell them, oh. tell them your, your car broke down. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah, that person yeah. anymore. I'm now like yeah. at least 30 minutes early for work. It's just taking that extra step. Like it's just to me more so than just like being efficient. It's the peace of mind and mm-hmm. the, the like decreasing my own stress level. That's worth it for me.
1: Yeah, we will. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of the part of the promises and stuff you know we intuitively know how to handle things that used to baffle us and that's kind of the idea here it's like um you know the 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 longer you stay in recovery and the more tools that you pick up in order to like live your life of sobriety um you know just like we're talking about which is little planning things or little note things or you know whatever it is all the little stuff that helps along the way this is the stuff that um you know that you. First of all, you get to remember because you're not drunk every goddamn day. Uh, <laughs> so, but like that, that you actually start to, to implement because it you see the value in it. Whereas before, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, like I would I would lie, I would you know uh, make up excuses, I would you know whatever it was to just appear different. Um, you know and that I wasn't <laughs> hungover or drunk or forgetting shit all the time. Uh, you know so. Um, you, know, you don't have to do that anymore. And when you're living your life under these conditions versus those old conditions, this life is a lot easier to live, you know, than, than those older conditions. But we don't, we have to do it in order to get the benefit of it. Cause we yeah. really don't see it because of where we come from and of, you know, yeah. what, what we've you know gone through. So
0: and I think especially in early sobriety, it's hard to see the value in making small changes like that. It's like, well, okay, so what? It's going to help me like, you know be more efficient in this tiny little area that doesn't really matter but when you do small changes like that over time like i think then you'll start to see oh yeah like this is why this dude's always like happy when he walks into work you know Mm -hmm. like or or why this person walking into a meeting uh always has a smile it's because they're making these small changes but i think it's really hard to see that in the beginning because you're just looking at this giant pile of shit or this giant pile of laundry in my case saying <laughs> why the fuck does this keep happening you know yeah. and and killing my, <laughs> why my does this keep happening why, why? <laughs> yeah uh,
1: all right, so I think that's it I think we we think we've said enough but uh so we should say though that we are not um you know professionals and we only we only um we only play them on the internet uh, so that um, <laughs> no I don't just... <laughs> think we even do that so <laughs> uh but yeah you know I think the best part about you know what it is that we are in this case is like we we're, we're average everyday addicts and alcoholics who mm-hmm. really um, you know, started a podcast. That's all there is to it. So we're not, you know, therapists, we're not gurus, we're nothing, you know, I am, I, you know, don't write in and ask us to help you cause I fucking, you know, I gotta help myself. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think just, you know, us talking about our, uh, experience quote unquote strength and hope quote unquote, um, you know, that's what we're doing here. That's exactly how we're operating. Uh, So if you got something out of that, you guys, I'm glad that you guys came along for the ride. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, um, you know, uh, go to, uh, if you're on Spotify, you can actually answer the question yourself, uh, you know, what can you do today to better prepare yourself for life ahead? Or, you know, what steps do you need to take today? Did Uh, we have
0: anyone chime in uh, last week?
1: You're going to make me look.
0: Yeah, look, look away and I'll, uh... I'll just tell the pretty people out there. Um, we have a secret, kind of not so secret Facebook group where um it's a private group you can join. It is Facebook.com slash group slash soberpod. We have um a fitness coach in there, Phil Bing and Bod Phil as I like to um call him, and he does an exercise class every Saturday morning uh, for beginners. So uh that's completely free, and then we've also got a small little community including V, uh, who hosts the official sober pod meeting, and the it's a Zoom meeting. It's every Saturday afternoon, four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Uh, Eastern and um, the meeting information is on our website soberpod.com so if you want to join that community i know we've gotten a few requests lately um so thank you we should probably give shout outs to people if they want it Um, but but i i love SoberPod live and the the good people there there's daily quotes carl will post some of the um readings from this book and you'll kind of get a sneak peek at, at those uh, before we read them on the show. So that's that. Yeah. And then did you find, did you find anything, one. Carl? I found nice. one.
1: I, it is from uh, March 5th, Difficult Roads, my solo episode, because you mm-hmm. left me and abandoned me <laughs> and you left me to, to sing that, um, that Grease song. <laughs> Strandy, it's driving, brandy, a uh, fool um we okay sorry uh anyway it is uh the question was, and it was on uh Spotify, if you guys were over there listening it is uh how are you living today? what are you doing today for your recovery hmm. so so it was uh, a person who said uh this is Emily Emily said, listening to this podcast while traveling on the road that's nice. it. That's what Emily was doing. So thank you, Emily, for your uh, for your feedback and for your response, and and also for your uh, for your um, assistance in our self promotion. (laughs) 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 So uh, and uh, you know what I think is great is that I was uh, uh, the title of that uh, episode is "Difficult Roads." She was talking about the irony. The irony, yeah. There you go. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? (laughs) all right so so okay, first of all, Chelsea, what do you have to say to the um to the sexually frustrated and reprobates? <laughs>
0: um, huh <laughs> well,
1: make a small
0: change <laughs> I mean really, just like challenge yourself like the daily challenge was like do chores, but I would even say uh you know, do, do a small change. Like, like, um, what would be a good small change? I I like the
1: very first one of making the bed that we talked about because that to me is like, it's something you do right away in the morning.
0: Yeah. And then when you get in bed, it's like, Oh my God, the sheets are perfect. Like, it's just, you feel so much better getting into bed after a long day when it's made versus when you've got to pull the sheets over one side and like, you know, separate the comforter, like, you know, it's just so much nicer. So if you just make and a especially small Especially if you have change. animals too, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you,
1: you like, like your dogs will get up there, you can't, you can't be like in the cat box and then get, get on your bed, Bleh. you know, it's like, Bleh. you know, at least this way the cat litter is not on your sheets, you know. <laughs> just stuff, <laughs> just so stuff, gross. stuff to think about.
0: So make a small change and then let us know how it goes. You know, the thing is you may not see instantaneous results. You most likely mm-hmm. won't. And yeah. I think it will just come with time that you'll see like, wow, I am, I used to be so stressed out when I did this one thing, but mm-hmm. now that I stop and get gas when it's like at a quarter tank instead of uh, empty, like now I don't have to worry about that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I call it the white sock is, I have I I have like a a name for it, actually, Um, because let me me give you a really good example, Um, which is so all the time and I don't know why, but I'll always have like one white sock laying around somewhere. Right. (laughs) I mean, the whole fucking place will be clean. Right. Spotless. (laughs) But for whatever reason, one of my white socks slips off my fucking feet and finds its way under the floor. And there it is and i will be getting ready for work in the morning and i will literally be i will run past that white sock maybe three or four times you know going to get coffee going to get tea going to get dressed going to the shower and i'll run past that motherfucker three or four times and it'll stay there right but every time i see it i think to myself carl you should pick up that wet sock or that white sock and I, but i don't right mm-hmm. for whatever reason i just i just i choose to say no white sock not right now <laughs> Right, And for whatever reason, and then here's the thing. I will literally leave the house, right, come back, and there will be said white sock, right? And if there isn't said white sock, there is angry wife who's who's mad that I left a white sock and didn't pick it up, right? When, you know what I mean? It's just basic shit, like picking up that white sock the first time you see it or when you take two steps past it and you think, In the back of your mind, you go, I should have picked up that white sock. Stop and -hmm. pick up the white sock. You know what I mean? Go deal with those things as they happen. And then you'll find that your life magically is free of white socks.
0: (laughs) That's a great example. It's a great example. It's just a small thing that will, the small things add
1: up over time. Lots of white socks over time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so that's it. That's all she wrote. There's, there's the, there, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, Don't put um, it in your
0: pipe and smoke it. That's is sober
1: <laughs> pod. <laughs> put it in your tobacco pipe <laughs> um, and smoke it. Um, and and that's it. That's all she wrote. The, what do we say to the to the kind people, Chelsea? I say deuces. And I say stay active, stay sober.